What is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Babacoa Core podcast. I am your host, Patrick C. Huerta. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if I could ask a favor, uh, if you could just uh, like, share, subscribe uh, on whichever platform that you use to listen to podcasts, um, and maybe even leave a five-star review on iTunes, um, that would be great. That will help out the podcast visibility, uh, let other listeners find out about the podcast, and not only promote my podcast, but promote promote uh, the guests that I have on the podcast. Uh, I do appreciate that. Um, on this episode, I have uh, the uh, two comics that um, talked about the San Antonio comic comedy scene on their podcast. They have a podcast called Two Mike Minimum. Uh, they're based out of New York. Uh, somehow through the Reddit feeds, uh, they found out about uh, the essay comedy scene. They talked about us uh, on the podcast, and then they planned a trip to come visit the San Antonio scene just to check it out firsthand. And uh, so on this episode, I got to sit down with them, uh, Peter Clark Deutsch uh, and, and Sean Barry. Um, you can find them um, respectively at Peter. You can find him at Westchester Wake Woke Boy. Sorry, Westchester Woke Boy uh, on the Instagram, and Sean Barry. You can find him at Big Barry sixty three on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, they're from the Two Mike Minimum podcast. You can look that up on Instagram at uh, Two Mike Minimum. You can find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, uh, SoundCloud, CastBox, all that good stuff. Look it up, Two Mike Minimum. Uh, it's a brand new podcast. They're like a few, couple months uh, into it. Uh, and what they do, they come out, or they, they try to dig into the comedy scenes of different places outside of New York, as well as New York, but outside of New York. And their first stop... Um, was San Antonio. They flew into San Antonio. They got here this past Thursday. Uh, did the open mic at Joshua's 22. Uh, they did a couple spots um, at the Blind Tiger uh, Comedy Club. And then they're also, currently, they're on their way to uh, Freetail Brewing Company uh, to the, their um, uh, that Hoppy Endings uh, show, which goes on. Uh, once a month, every third Saturday, second Saturday, third Saturday, on a Saturday, you can look it up, Hoppy Indians at Free Tub Brewing Co. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to jump right into it. I have the uh, SoundCloud shout-outs that I want to do. Uh, with SoundCloud shout-outs to Ugly Head, uh, Comedian Group, Joey Armenta, and Justino Byers. Uh, thank you for commenting, liking uh, on SoundCloud. I also got uh, uh, for YouTube, I have Norwal and Justin Byers, which is funny because he commented on his own uh, episode, but whatever. That's just still, you still get a shout out on that. Uh, so follow the Blind Tiger Comedy Club on Instagram at Blind Tiger Comedy. Uh, follow the podcast in Instagram at Babacoa Core Podcast. Anything Babacoa Core related, you can find at www.babacoacore.com. That has uh, my show dates, has links to um, a few of the platforms that the podcast is on. And, um, yeah, a couple of, of the uh, the friends of the podcast 
Ten Form of Nibley Moss, Ugly Head is on there, uh, He Who's Ox is Gourd. Uh, so, yeah. So let's just go ahead and jump into this uh, this interview. Sat down with them for the guys of uh, Two Mike Minimum, and uh, here we go. episode uh the guys from two mike minimum podcast with uh peter clark deutsch yes. and sean barry howdy hello what's hello. going on everybody howdy y'all what's going on <laughs> uh cool so uh from the top let's go ahead and uh uh do your plugs any social medias and stuff i guess peter we'll start with you uh how do people find you yeah well um so you can search me up on instagram uh either you can use my handle which is called Westchester Woke Boy, or what you can do is you can go down to the top of the bottom of the video, copy and paste my full name and search it in Instagram and you'll find it. Same thing with Twitter. You can copy and paste my full name. You'll find it in Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Clark Deutsch P. Uh, my YouTube channel is just my full name. Again, you can copy and paste that from the bottom and you'll find me on YouTube. And uh, for me, Mr. Sean Barry. Guys, just follow me on Instagram at BigBerry63. Uh, you can follow our podcast at Two Mike Minimum on Instagram as well, and you can follow my other podcast, The Big Berry Podcast, on Instagram. Easiest way to get in contact with me, you know, send send a letter through like a Raven. Like that's the best. That's the best way to get in mm-hmm. contact. Yeah. So it's interesting how you guys came down to San Antonio because like for the podcast, the Two Mike Minimum, like what do y'all y'all pretty much talk about other local comedy scenes as well as New York's comedy scene. Um, basically the premise, yeah, the premise in the beginning was just, um, I wanted to do a podcast with Sean cause I thought we can trust each other really well. We, we, I think we riff off each other really, really nicely. We're very and, similar, but we're also very different, which allows nice, like, you know, banter back and forth. Yes. And so we, uh, we kind of, you know, we, we usually we'd get to a mic together and we would just shoot the shit for like 20 minutes beforehand. And you know, like, oh, you know, this is not the worst. People have we have ideas and thoughts about things, so we're like, oh, let's just throw it together. And uh, yeah, so we just the show is basically we find news stories and articles from places you haven't heard about, from names you haven't heard about that are interesting to us. We talk about them, usually make fun of them, and then we're like, yeah. And then we usually also like to talk about our what's going on in our own local scene. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, now that we've come down to San Antonio, we definitely plan on visiting other scenes outside of like the major comedy areas which you know you'd consider to be new york los angeles chicago uh and we definitely Chi-town. you know <laughs> and we definitely want to um give those places a voice because i don't think people really are aware of how widespread comedy is in this country i mean you yeah it's a it. disease <laughs> people it's still a, don't know that it's going on in san antonio so clearly, yeah but i think people people <laughs> people now are a little better now that yeah yeah there. yeah we got to interview some great great people a so lot of fun. Lot so of fun since the start of the podcast, this is your first time doing uh, like uh, like flying out to a different location. Oh, yeah. yeah. This well, is... Our podcast is still very young. We've only been uh-huh. doing it like about three and a half months now. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, like, we were just one of things because, because you guys got in contact with us after we did the, the whole... After y'all shit on our scene? Uh, yeah, after we no, shit we on it. No, we did not shit on your scene. <laughs> I shit on it. Did you shit on it? Yeah, I was... Uh, you, but this is the problem. I never remember what I say on the podcast. It's, I don't think you shit yeah, on I it. I record, I talk, I forget all We about. were like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we found this... Basically, I found this thing on Reddit. It was just... Uh, Outrageous show that was happening in San Antonio. And that's so weird how you just, yeah. how it was on Reddit. I mean, like, I don't know how Reddit works. I, I get news from there, but I don't post on there, and I don't really do research on there. So it's so weird how, how like you found it. Like, so how did it pop out? Well, to you? so it's well, you know, usually I I, I go through Reddit through. There's this uh, two subreddits. One's called R slash Stand Up. One's called R slash Stand Up Comedy. Uh, where uh, Stand Up Comedy is more just like widespread comedy news, like oh. Eddie Murphy is getting a deal, uh, whereas stand-up is more down to guys like us, more uh, local comedians who are asking for advice or they're sharing stuff from their scene. Uh, and basically, I guess someone from San Antonio or someone from Texas like screenshotted the description for the, for the Bomb Squad show. And I read it and I, I, I messaged Sean. I was like, Sean, we got to talk about this because yeah. this, this sounds so crazy. Is that like the most ridiculous thing you ever heard of? It. Yeah, it's up there. Based I mean, on this description, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we were told that like it wasn't. We were as told out- it wasn't exactly as over the top as it yeah. was made no. out to be. Yeah, the yeah. description was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it did sound scary, but then it really wasn't. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine it was but, just like but, any you know, open mic. When we did that episode, our plan wasn't to be like, "Oh, San Antonio, <laughs> fuck them." You know, I know you guys get a lot of uh, flack from like other scenes, uh, basically for that. So I get, I understand how you. We, people- we've been told you guys have a bit of a Napoleonic comment complex compared to yeah. austin yeah you're the butt of the joke in texas so yeah. I, I could definitely see why like people thought we were coming off that way but we really weren't we were just like focusing on this one place one thing that happened to be in san antonio and then and then the uh, the reason why we we ended up coming down here is because you know in the uh, a comedy group uh, irma shared a screenshot from rubone who was uh you know or ruben who was the the former manager of lol comedy club and then, oh, I so know. I, you know, it was a screenshot that was just like a bunch of, of nonsensical rants. And I thought, you know, I thought it'd be funny to talk about on the podcast. So his, his because, Facebook. Because Peter knows the one thing I hate more than anything in this world are long, lengthy Facebook posts <laughs> that are misspelled, poorly <laughs> capitalized. And he knew it would just trigger me really hard. Yeah. 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 And I, I ended up going through his Facebook profile because it was public. And I was like, all right, OK, let's see what else this guy is posted. And then I realized like he posted about bomb squad mm. saying we're having bomb squad at LOL comedy club. And I was like, wait a minute, this is where that show is from. And, oh, I, okay. I, and then I, I, um, on the original post in the comedy group that, that Irma posted, I, I said, um, Hey, uh, we talked about the show on our podcast. Do you guys have any other information about it? Cause we'd love to keep talking about it. If you guys, uh, had any information, I think, uh, there was definitely this. I feel like a lot of people here were intrigued by the fact that, like, oh, hey, there's some New York guys talking about San Antonio. Uh, so they like gave they all gave our podcast a listen, and then uh, Chris Grulon was the first to reach out to us. Yeah, saying, a bunch of guys people just contacted us randomly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I assumed I assumed it was a trap to get us to come <laughs> down here to come kick beat the shit out of us, but uh, sadly no. not. No, like uh, I remember seeing the one. I think uh, Rosie Martinez, she's a comic here. Yeah, she's the one that that first posted out like, "Oh, these guys are talking about Bomb Squad." Yeah, and I just thought it was the idea of Bomb Squad, like not the Bomb Squad that was going on at LOL. I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is happening in other places. Let me check it out." And then it turned out it was the one at LOL. I was like, "Oh yeah, these guys are fucking tearing it apart," <laughs> and right, rightfully so because it was a ridiculous. It is a ridiculous idea, and I think they're still gonna run with it like uh, as a monthly thing. Yeah, uh, but it's not as intense as the description was. Right, right. That's uh, what we're 
told. So, uh, so yeah, a lot of people reached out to y'all on that. And I, I reached out to y'all about that as well because most of the people that were contacting y'all were people uh, who are in the comedy scene uh, but didn't participate in that uh, that bomb squad in particular. They just shat on it from the outside, yeah. uh, you know, without a Which is what we did, too. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Well, that's yeah. my thing, too, is, like, I've realized now that comedy, all the circles are so similar because people love to talk a shit about things that are going on even though oh, they yeah. didn't do it or participate. Like, it's just, like... It's worse than like old fashioned sewing circles, the way comics gossip amongst each other. It is really bad. It is yeah. so bad. It is really bad. And that's why it's a good thing that the San Antonio scene is so small uh, because there's not that much drama, but there is still a lot of drama and people won't let shit go. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's funny though. He's like, yeah. we, you know, we get a few drinks in some of the comics the last few days and they started letting us, letting us hear it. And it's like, I'm glad to see things are just universal. People love to just get, like, keep I mean, going. You know, it's things. universal in every comedy scene because we're all insecure and we're all trying to claw our way to, you know, above people in any way possible, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you got a lot of followers from that and a lot of people from we, San Antonio from that. We have gotten a nice little bump from, from San Antonio did, and yeah. comics in the area and people in the area just, you know. Yeah, we've been just like this has been like a great marketing tour for us because you know we want to really grow this brand of ours. Mm-hmm. That's this stupid idea we have that has somehow yeah. turned into success. Like like everything, everything I want to be successful is, and everything I don't think about is. Um, yeah, our, so like the people who actively listen to us now are people in San Antonio and our friends from New York. Yeah, so yeah. They'll, we don't enjoy it, but you know, like the nice part is now. Now we kind of have this under our belt. We can start really contacting other scenes and really, yeah, being like, we, hey. We did it with them. We could do it with you. And, uh, we, you know, we have plans. Like, in New York City, there's a lot of uh, comedy transplants, like people who uh, cut their teeth elsewhere in the country, and now they're in New York City, because that's kind of where you have to go if you, like, really want to uh, make it big. Uh, and we, we, You can make it there. You can make it anywhere. Yeah, and we, we, we uh, I got into contact with someone from, like, from Orlando, and she said she'd be willing to be on the podcast, and we'll talk about the Orlando scene. Uh, I got into contact with some people from Dallas, too, at that same open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably going to talk about the Dallas scene, too. So, like, I, I think, you know, we're tr- going to try to, like, talk about all these scenes that no one thinks about. Because I don't think people think comedy exists. Like, normal people, not comics. I don't think normal people think comedy exists uh, outside, like, the three major cities. For normal them. people think you just show up and, like, oh, you're amazing at comedy. Like, <laughs> like yeah. everyone's yeah. like, when they see a special, like, oh, he probably just thought all of that up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You wrote it all down on napkin <laughs> they don't realize all the time and effort it goes into this yeah. yeah i didn't realize that too before i started because when, when i was younger uh, i was like, like i was like these comics were just actors you know and they had people writing for them mm-hmm. and i forget whose special it was and then at the end it says written and performed by so and so i was like oh shit this guy did it all yeah yeah and uh that's when i was like really impressed i was like oh shit like it's an, it's a one person type of thing yeah um, so that's uh, that was pretty cool. But that, yeah, I mean, like New York, LA, and what's the third one? Chicago. Chicago is pretty big. Chicago. Yeah. Um. I I know I have some friends who are you know I went to school with at, at in New York who we all did comedy. I know some of them who are moving to Chicago just because it's cheaper than New York and they'd ra- you know they still want to do comedy. They just don't want to have to pay New York prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it? it's a big city for it. Uh, yeah, Drew Michael, who is my absolute favorite comic, got us started Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all got in on Thursday night and y'all yes. got to check out. Thursday night we fly in and we're like, let's go to an open mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're yeah. Like, we were planning on our... going to Jokesters 22 because we heard yeah. it was cool. Uh, that was like Chris Grulon. Yeah. We, we it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, people were like, yeah, this is the fun mic to do. He usually mm-hmm. gets a nice crowd. 
and we show up there, and you know, and we're like, oh, this is a cool. Like, we we, we really liked the setup of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, we met you. We met a couple guys. And we're like, oh, all right, we got this is all real now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get to enjoy a fun open mic, quote unquote. Fun. That's fun. No, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like so, I, I went on early. Uh, I did the, like the second spot, and then like a friend of mine, he wanted to go somewhere else and stuff. And I, I have. I have a little issues with, with Jokes for 22. Not with the club itself. I love the club and I love the owners and stuff. But that open mic, I want to get your opinion on first and then I'll get mine. Like, I'll give you mine. Uh, but from an outsider going to that first open mic, what what did y'all experience? Like, how was y'all's experience as far uh, as like, the people there? In honesty, so, all right, so it, it was very similar. It was like, you know, it's like we're in a new area. You're like, you're a little nervous when you come in. And so you get there and I'm like, I'm actually a little relaxed. Like, Nope, Mike's nope, Mike. I can you know this scene. People are chilling by the bar. You know, there's a stage. Uh, so I like that album, and I really, I really like the the way the room was set up. Like where the bar is. Like I feel, I could feel like a good show could be done there. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and then if we're gonna say problems with it, I noticed. Uh, I forgot who told me, but they said the speakers were poorly positioned because yes, they have yes. it where there's two by the comic and there's two that face across from the comic. And it creates this cross sound, which makes it all echoey, which mm-hmm. really isn't that good. Yeah, it's not crisp. So that that was not uh, like for just you know noise reasons why they should change that. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it would, honestly it was pretty poorly hosted. <laughs> uh, being, like just because, you know, uh, ba bang, ba bang. <laughs> yeah, like well, you know, it was, I just he came in and he just like like a good host is the one who takes the bullet for everyone, right? Like you're like okay. No one's really ready for comedy. I got to power through this. I got to make sure everybody knows the scene. I got to do this. And the host, I feel like, kind of just... It wasn't, like, on top of his shit, in my opinion. Well, between the first and second comic, the host, like, spent five minutes announcing something. Yeah, he did a lot of time in between, (laughs) too. Like, that's... In New New York City, most comics that I know who hosts mics like no they're like all right we're gonna move this along and you know the mic we go to locally in westchester which is the suburbs of new york city we, we our host moves it along quickly mm-hmm. and then when i went to this mic and this guy started doing a little bit of time between comics i was like oh no yeah. oh no and he called us out too because you know we were new faces and we weren't laughing as much well i don't laugh. i don't laugh at anything anymore i don't you know, <laughs> just hard. yeah no we you know uh we we, we well, there were some good acts. We said, no, yeah, like, yeah, Patrick was a great act. Yeah, you were, you, yeah. you were like second, right? Second yeah. or third. And I'm like, uh, was the first act was, you know, so-so. Like, I think they were newer to the comedy. And yeah, then you yeah, went up yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, here's a good comic. And I'm like, okay, this guy <laughs> knows how to tell a joke. Yeah. Uh, and then we just weren't laughing and then, much. then it's like, oh, boy, we're 18th and 19th. And, like, and then the host yeah. calls us out for not laughing. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't call people out for not laughing. <laughs> yeah. At an open mic. Yeah. And I laughed. <laughs> Yeah, at the jokes I was telling myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it was fun because then I got my biggest laugh of the night, which was seeing Peter perform. Oh yeah, I, I ate it at that. And moment. we got to watch Peter just eat complete shit. Sean's so happy. About it made me, me so happy. Bombing. It really did because he's so <laughs> jealous of me. No, I'm not. He's I wouldn't so say jealous. jealous. He came in so swaggerly to that <laughs> stage, though. He was like, "These San Antonians are gonna freaking love me." Peter Clark Deutsch. <laughs> Peter Clark Everyone's Deutsch. gonna look. And then he gets up there and he opens with his, you know, pretty usual opener. Yeah. And it's <laughs> no. just, it just ate so much shit no. off it. Made me so happy. That I was like, God. Because I actually I haven't had uh, a bad mic in a while. Yeah. Like, you know, I've had, you know, a good mic, a so so mic. I haven't had a mic where it's like, woo, this this audience just has a extreme disdain for me, and that's just kind of what it turned into. And mm-hmm. but you know, it's an open 
open mic, so it's whatever. It's not something to go home and cry about. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, my my problem with that place is that uh, it's like the uh, LOL part two. Like LOL is like the busiest mic. Yes. Like people who don't really go to other open mics that really aren't really trying to do this. It's just a hobby for them. They go and fill up the fucking list on that. Which means, like, if I get, like, a late card or if I get a late spot, like, I'm going to be there till like, 11. And it, it, watching these people drains the fuck out of me. Yeah. You know? Uh, so that's the only thing I don't like. And then they do a lot of bumping just based on, like, friendships. Or, now, yeah, yeah, it happened to us at Jokesters, too. Because we got bumped pretty hard. Because we were, I think we got 17th and 18th when we signed up initially. And then we looked like at the just, list. There was and like a bunch five, of names just got yeah. inserted above us. And I'm like, all right, like, you know. Have you ever, like, bumped someone? Has anyone ever, like, put your name on the list? In I'll put people, people, if they're not here yet, I'll put them on before everyone else signs up. But I don't know. I usually don't. Like you, unless there's, like, unless, like, a big name drop. Like, if Paul yeah. Versey shows up, you know, you're getting bumped being early. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, that's, uh, you know, so. because we get that sometimes. But I'm like, for the most part, I'm like, listen, the list is the list. Like, you know, it's better just to, it's better just to do it. Whoever gets there first gets there first. Like that's that I think I think that's the best. It's the best of a bad of a bad system. I want to have that power though. I mean, we have like we're we'll regulars. Have we're the regulars at our our club, local club in Westchester. Yeah. So we usually mess. We the I haven't been on like before, like after ten. Yeah, in months. Yeah, we message the host, being like, "Can we get on the list?" And he puts us like really early. But like, mm-hmm. I've never. I want that power to just go in, and someone's like, "All right, I'm going to put you between like three and four. Yeah, <laughs> squeeze you right in." Because that's what happened to, to us at Jokesters. And I kind of like, I kind of totally forgot, like, oh, this is how a mic works. And yeah, that's what happened to us. Yeah, it really sucks because they, they want people to get there. And then the sign-up time has changed. Like, at first it was like 7.30, and then it was 7. And then, like, so all this shit. So by the time you get there, now it's 7. It's strictly 7. Mm-hmm. So you got to get there early, yeah. and then you got to sign up, and then wait an hour before the show starts. Yeah. And then they start doing like the whole bumping shit. And I'm not gonna lie, like I bump people before. Yeah. Like if if, if the show's like not going good, they're gonna, hey man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring you up and stuff. Uh which kinda sucks because I wanted I do the open mic so I could try new stuff. But at jokesters and I, I hate to sound like conceited, but like at jokesters I feel bad for the audience if they get like a bunch of like shitty comics, like people that yeah, people who are bad at comedy. <laughs> people that are bad at comedy, like they only do Thursday night. They don't write stuff. They want to just go off the cuff and stuff. Yeah, and that's not really how it works. So if if they bump me after all these people, then I'm like, okay, well, I can't work out new shit. I mean, just do what I know works, just yeah. so I could like yeah. make sure that the crowd enjoys it, and maybe they'll come back next week and keep coming back and keep. Yeah, coming back. you gotta. It just ma- you gotta make the show good. Yeah. You know? So if like this past Thursday, I signed up early because like, either a nobody's gonna be there. Or two, it's not going to be drained by everybody else. So I can like try out new stuff and see, engage, see if it works, yeah. rather than put it on me to like, okay, now I got to make a show out of it for these people. Um, and I, I just, I wish. I mean, it's cool if you want to sign up for open mic and do open mic. It's fine and stuff, but just well, don't, I, don't I've make said me this late. before. <laughs> my least, my least favorite person who signs up for the open mic is like the guy that lost his fantasy football league and so like that's like his punishment is he has to sign up and they get like a bunch of the boys to go watch him do bunch that thing but he's like you know boys. we take uh, you know we take this seriously we do like this yeah. is this is how we're trying to get good so we can get on shows and so we can make this our careers and yeah. then people are like I'll tell my fart joke oh, or like this I have a really funny story from work it's yeah. not that and hard it, you know, that's fine I get it it's, it's, it's an open medium for everyone yeah, yeah it belongs to everybody but... because it's an open mic but like yeah. But 
God, there needs to be more red tape on those uh, open uh, mics. I'm a, I'm a big uh, comedy socialist where like, it should be regulated by the government. The state. It's got to be bureaucratic. Someone's got to pass you to get your license. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if, if I only see them on Thursday nights or on Tuesday nights at LOL, and then they come up to me and say, hey, man, what'd you think of my stuff? I was like, dude, don't talk to me. Like, I don't, I don't, how, you don't how give a fuck. How dare so you why, speak to me? Like, you don't give a fuck, so why, do, why should I give a fuck? You know, like, yeah. are they, they like, hey, can you record my set? Like, who are you? Like, oh, are you my fucking, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to me recently. It was like some new kids have been coming up and they're like, can you record my, I'm like, I don't fucking want, like, it, it, you're never going to like this set because it's your first time doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. you're, your, your first and only time and you're going to put it on Facebook and then you're going to change your bio to like, I'm a comedian now. Yeah. Comedian. You got to start your own fan page. Start selling that merch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I do like about LOL Open Mic is that they do like a card system. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't matter what time you show up. You get a, a random deck of the cards and then just depending on your card order. That's how they, they do uh, the so it's Like a different type of lottery than just like a bucket, pick a, a name a out. Lottery type thing. So I kind of like that, and unless I'm like dead last. Have you ever thought about wearing long sleeves and just hiding cards here? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, like it's LOL's a crowd in the mic, Jokesters are the crowd in the mic, and that's just what it's going to be. Like, And that's the thing, like we don't have multiple mics, you know? Like, how many mics yeah. can y'all hit a, a, a night? York, um, well, if, I, if I'm directly in the city, I can do four. Yeah, yeah. like it's just back to bang to bang in one night. In one night, yeah. And if the, we're up by us, I can so, I can do two. They're so prevalent that you'll you'll never see a mic with a sign up list more than thirty people. Yeah, and yeah. It, and honestly, smart comics if they see a mic list more than twenty people, they'll just leave. Yeah, <laughs> and find yeah. a mic that you know has less than that because those are better. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of the things they get you get punished for sometimes is if you sign up for multiple mics that are at the same time mm-hmm. and you try to do the old oh get 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 me I am on second here but I'm on seventh so if I just go up and I sprint across the other other club I can get both and people hate because you know you're just running out of the club and not being nice to your fellow comics. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah that's everywhere in New York City. It's yeah. just like oh my time's up gonna go. To there the is a certain mic. selfishness to it, the New York where it's like yeah. you know this is about me and I'm guilty of it too. Um, you know it's like it's weird because like Mike uh, culture in New York City in my opinion like the, the culture at like one Mike uh, will not be the same in like three months it always it fluctuates all the time like mm-hmm. I noticed this when I like when I went to school and when I come back I'd go back to the city do mics I'd be like oh I'd love this mic let me try it out and like it would just suck yeah mm-hmm. like, Mike, like mics get hot like people like oh yeah. this one was a lot of fun and then just word gets out and then okay now everyone's at the pit on Fridays and then everyone's like fuck everyone's at the fucking pit so then they go alright now I'm doing Broadway Comedy Club mm-hmm. and yeah. then it just like it rotates yeah um so it it always fluctuates it's um but you know there's some there's some mics that have like a good culture for a few months or you know good culture for a long time depending on where you go it's it's hard though i mean there's also clicks you know like there's the brooklyn click in yeah, new york well, it's city it's like anything everybody has their like little you know groupings i'm mm-hmm. sure i'm sure you guys have it here we have yeah, ours for sure like we're like oh we're like the little lucy's boys so mm-hmm. like <laughs> and you can't be mad at that i mean they put in their time oh, and yeah, they're, they're running together and yeah. stuff you know yeah like we're friends you know like you you, you do naturally just want you want to hang out with your friends a little bit it's like, got a high, like as much as you hate the politics of it like you have your own politics on it as well yeah, like we're, we're all guilty of doing like things that are not like cool for everyone <laughs> yeah i mean the the joy i get from stand-up is half doing it and half Growing out with other <laughs> other people who do it, you yeah, know, I like mean, being in the green room is the my only, favorite. It's thing. the only job where they encourage you to drink during it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I can't drink and, and perform. It's it's no. pretty bad. Yeah, I get many, I get mad. Like if I drink before and I go up, I was like, I just wasted 
fucking two hours of my life. <laughs> oh, I no. didn't compl- I didn't work on anything. Like yeah. I just stumbled through that set. Yeah, I've never purposefully graced the stage. <laughs> I've, never, I've never purposefully. I've done it. <laughs> I I you know I I did a back in college. We did a lot of house shows where we'd set up a stand up show like in someone's house and get it like packed with people, which were always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first time we did it though, like no one showed up, so we just uh, uh, all started. What the fuck happened to my elbow? Uh, when did this happen? I don't know. No one can see I it. Just know as well. No one you know, can see this. No one I, gives a to, shit. I'm Sean. about to describe <laughs> telling it, Peter. a story. <laughs> it wasn't that good of a story. <laughs> I think. I think my elbow's a little. Pat, what do you think? Your elbow that no one can see. Uh, I'm so about for, to the, for the listener, let me describe it. It looks okay. like a cut from here, and I thought like you put like some ointment on yeah, it. Yeah, like there's some. But now I'm starting to think it's bird shit. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. Like it's gross. Like it's so just like pus. Yeah, no, it's not pus. It's like <laughs> I don't even know what this is. Smell it. Smell it. It doesn't smell like anything. It hurts. Like it's clearly. How did I cut myself? Did you scrape your? I, all right. Well, okay. well, this is good. Uh, <laughs> that's some good audio for what everyone. Oh, just just so y'all know, Sean. I don't edit shit. So, uh, okay. it, oh no, that's yeah. fine. We don't. <laughs> no, basically, what I was saying is that like no one no one showed up, so we just started drinking instead. But then when we, when we were all drunk, everyone showed up, and if we were like. Fuck it, let's do the show. Yeah, <laughs> and it was uh, not a great set of mine, but yeah. that's how it went. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've I've gotten the old. Uh, oh, I'll have just a couple of drinks, and then I realize uh, a couple. And they, the best is yeah. sometimes if I'm like I'm working the door at our club, I'm like I usually go out and have a few drinks, and then somebody's like, "Hey, Sean, you're gonna do a guest spot." I'm like, "Ah, I'm already drunk." Mm. <laughs> like, as I'm yeah. go up and uh, have some fun, do some you know just some riffing. If I'm terrified about doing a certain show, I'll usually drink a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah. Calm the nerves. Yeah, calm. Just calm the nerves. Sedate them. But no, I think that's that's my main problem with with like uh, mics like jokesters is because like we don't have up like multiple stages. I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there's variety mics, but variety mics really don't like comedians in this area. Do they not like comedians? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my 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 favorite variety mic, and they don't do it anymore. It was a, a poetry open mic, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're there to listen, and they like the 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 breakup of I mean the the change of pace from you know really dark poems and stuff yeah, yeah. i uh, was 11 when my mother told me i wasn't hers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that but like like music variety mics like they they open they're like yeah come tell the joke and stuff but if you sign up you'll get bumped or if you go up like nobody gives a shit because they they just want to want to hear you like cover their favorite song or something yeah you know they're there for their friends. they're there for their friends and yeah not really anyone else yeah. but so when when uh, when the comedy open mics get so fucking full of people just out to you know do it for the first time or even not but like they just do that mic a week and they think that they're doing something I'm just like man get the fuck out of here you know because mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere else yeah. um, so I don't know I get, we gotta we gotta change that up we might need to work on getting some more mics here uh, in San Antonio um, definitely I mean you know it's around where we are um and even in the city too like people start their own mics all the time yeah and like you know bars or like back rooms of cafes or anywhere where they think like okay i can have a stage here have a pa system here and i could fit an audience in here yeah um so i, I honestly like you know don't think you you can't do it in san antonio i mean if you find the right venues and you know if you're nice enough and you're not an asshole and yeah. you yeah. bring in you bring the venue in money and you have a relatively good show and the people who frequent there have a good time then it's possible it's possible yeah so, yeah i've been wanting to check out the austin scene like i know that they're mm-hmm. they have a pretty busy uh comedy scene up there like they have a few mics a night and stuff mm-hmm. yeah uh, and it's only like an hour away 
Do so. you uh, do you travel a lot for comedy or no, not just, at all. Just in yeah, I've just done San Antonio. Um, when I went to Seattle, because I still have family up there, I, I did a mic up there, um, and that was pretty rough, you know, because <laughs> uh, you, you're supposed to get there like eight, like sign up's like at 8 30 or something, but apparently they do a thing where you could just check in, like as long as you, somebody sees you there, mm-hmm. then you could fuck off, and then like when it's time to sign up, you're like, oh, I checked in at five o'clock, 6 45, and like uh-huh. people just coming in. Well, I was sitting around waiting, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just getting pushed back and back and back, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, oh, no, they, they were here earlier. I saw them here earlier. Yeah. Uh, so I went on, like, fucking dead last uh, at 11 o'clock from, uh, like, an 8 o'clock start or 9 o'clock oh. start or something. How many people were in the audience? Uh, there were still a good amount of people and okay. stuff. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was cool because I got to see a lot of the, the, the Portland and Seattle comics. Mm-hmm. You know, they would drop in and do, like, the, like, a spot. You know, like, Derek Sheen, I saw him there. Uh, Adam Posse, mm-hmm. uh, very funny guy uh, out of Portland and stuff. So it was good that I was last because then I get to enjoy like their comedy and stuff. But I was just like, you know, I just felt like, oh, this politics all over again, you know, shit like that. Uh, but I had a good time. But it was it was pretty early on in my in my stand up uh, career, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of shitty stuff. Like I wasn't really funny. Uh, when I started, I was pretty like the bar comic being gross and shit. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's typical. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty cringy. Like when you when you yeah. look back at like your old stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So how long have y'all been doing comedy? Um, well, so I I first like I first tried it when I was sixteen. Mm. Uh, I'm twenty three now. Um, and then I I was writing a lot throughout high school and I performed every now and then um and then when I, when I got to college I performed it every now and then there wasn't I went to a, like a very very upstate rural school mm. you know not a lot happening in terms of comedy uh but then I transferred to a a bigger city uh in upstate New York which had a comedy club like a, a student-run stand-up comedy club on campus uh and they had like you know mics in the city uh, so that's when I was actually able to get on stage a lot more and really work on my craft. And like, that's where I actually started to get good and like, uh, write and perform. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing it for like, what, four years, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, me, I've been, I'd say two and a half years because like, I like Peter, I did a little bit in high school. Like we had like these, like, you know, whatever fest nonsense. And I would go up and I did like some jokes and stuff and I riffed and, crowd work but i didn't do it like too i didn't think about it too much too crazy but you know i was like i was like i was trying to be the funny guy amongst my friends mm. and then i went to college uh then i you know i was more of a football player yeah, for my size it was a kicker <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh you know i stopped doing that for my sophomore year and i went out for the comedy club uh there and got rejected no yeah <laughs> fun but i would still bounce around from open mic to open mic you know and I, like not like the same militant vigilance that I would do, you know, mm. and I kind of meandered around for a while. Like, you know, like something I like, you know, still a huge fan of comedy, still really thinking about it. And then, uh, you know, then I was working this nine to five job desk job, like just, you know, windowless office and thinking about killing myself every day because it's just like this. Like, I was just like, I just got out of college. I'm like, this is life. This is this. Yep. You just show up. Yeah. Yep. You just stare at a computer screen. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just miserable the entire time. And I put on a bunch of weight and stuff, <laughs> and I like a bigger than like way bigger than I am now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. And then so you know, like I'd leave that job after about a year. I take about four months off, lose sixty five pounds, 
uh, and then I get just like a random targeted ad for this place by us called Lucy's. Mm. Like, oh, we have an open mic now every Monday. And I'm like, you know what? I really want to do get back into this. And, uh, you know, I showed up. I had a you know pretty decent comeback sets. <laughs> and I just haven't stopped since. I haven't done, not done a mic or a show or something in you know, like a year and a half straight now. Yeah. Just, just grinding out. I've started podcasts. Like this has just become my life. Yeah. Yeah. This is just who I am. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's pretty, uh, addicting, you know, like oh. once you get into it, like you're just like, Oh fuck, I need to fucking do this shit. Did you just yeah. put your foot, foot on I the did, table? I did. <laughs> I like, God. To get, I like to get comfortable. <laughs> we're just, we're guests at this I lovely mean, this apartment. Isn't, this complex. isn't his desk. Like, no, it's no. not mine, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll no, take it off. I'll, no, I'll take it off. It's fine. I home. Get, I just thought, I, my whole thing is like, all right, you mind so, if I just air my boxes out real quick? <laughs> I'm not getting naked. It's feet. Like it's feet. feet are considered almost erotic, erogenous parts of the body. No, I'm just like, what happened? Like you just pulled like this alpha move. Like, what did I do? Like, <laughs> I'm an alpha male. People, people don't. Yeah, Sean, that. Sean pushes boundaries. When I do because well, he's a he's a New Yorker. Not in New York. I just my body was feeling tense, so I was stretching my leg a little yeah. bit. I don't think it's that weird. Like yeah. everyone's like, ooh, yeah, like, like yeah. If I like, I don't know, pissed on the table, I'd be concerned. But I, you know, he closed his last <laughs> he closed his last show, being like, "What the fuck is with you guys with Texas?" No, right. but, but what happened? What was weird about it? Dude, like you did it, and then you looked at me like <laughs> such a weird way, like, like say something. Yeah, like, uh, well, like, no. <laughs> Like, what do you think of this? I, I did it. I did it. And then I was like, should I have done that? And then, Wait, did you have that realization I on had that, stage? I, I was or? doing it. No, like, like the foot thing right now. I had that like in the moment of doing it. I'm like, I don't think I should be <laughs> oh, no. doing this. I'm like, I'm like, you know, what? Well, I'm so yeah. used to podcasts. I'm like, I'm going to get comfortable and just talk. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little weird. Like, I, I don't know what that look was, but it was like, it was like, what do you think of this? But like the inflection, it was like. Well, what do you think of this? Yeah. Or like, what do you, what do you think of what, this? Yeah, what do you think of this? You know, like I'm just, you know, I lay it down how it is. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. I, hate, I hate feet, but do what you gotta do. It's fine. Oh, you're not a foot guy. No, I'm not. Yeah, a foot just guy. make yeah, make I'm the person not hosting either. this podcast uncomfortable. Yeah. Aren't you? Listen, I can't help. But I'm a I'm a podcast alpha. All right, I take I've taken oh, over podcast. many people's podcasts before. Yeah. yeah, this is definitely one that I, I wish I was uh, uh I had video of it. You know, but <laughs> yeah, this uh, would be good. Yeah, the the listeners are missing out on a lot of good visuals. Yeah, my bloody arm. I just have like dried blood all. Everywhere in my body now, I've noticed. That's like, true. What happened to me? Are you like scratching yourself in your sleep? Or I something don't know. Like? Is Texas beating you? I, yeah, I think so. Like this heat, man. Like the people. Uh, <laughs> Sean was up. mentioning this to me, and I agree with him. Time seems to move really slowly. It has been here. going slower than usual. Like, yeah. Like what? Is, yeah. Is it because your clocks are bigger in Texas? <laughs> yeah. <all> the- <laughs> Just, <laughs> Uh, the 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 yeah. arms have melted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it does feel like that down. way a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, so how how uh, difficult or how um, for the New York scene, like how hard is it to actually make a dent or to be like noticed and stuff? Because y'all have so many names out there. I find it's easier than you think because I think a lot of it is just how much are you willing to put into it? Yeah. Because, you know, a year ago I barely knew Peter and now we have a whole show and we're doing stuff together. Yep. And like. You know, in, in New York itself, I didn't know anybody, but now I have a fair amount of connections and clubs start to recognize you. And, like, people understand, like, even if you're not the greatest comic or have the best jokes, people really respond to work ethic, I think. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, this guy's here every day. Let's give him a shot at the very least. Uh, yeah, I think it's hard for us like, to say, like, in terms of making a dent. If you're t- saying making a dent as in, like, really, like, 
okay, I'm here at the cellar making a lot of money. Uh, that I don't really know how to, how well, you can do that. But in terms of like getting on shows and becoming well known in the city, like yeah, it's basically just what Sean said. Like I mean, you know, Michael Che when he started was like just doing five mics a day, mm-hmm. like almost every day. And if you're doing that, and if you're the thing is, if you're funny, people will notice you. Yeah. If you're funny, people will want to talk to you. And you know, if you you can also reach out to other people. Like the thing is, like if you ever have a good mic, it's good to just talk to people at that mic because mm-hmm. they're gonna you know they'll want to talk to you. They'll be like okay. Okay, this guy's talented. This guy's a good time. Like, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll give him a chance. Like there's and, so much of it really is just be like, oh, this guy's not. Cra-. There's there's also a yeah. lot of crazy people in New York. Just like this guy, there's a small chance he murders someone tonight. Yeah, like, yeah. we've <laughs> seen these guys come in and like, like you know, I may, I may put my feet up on people's table, but no one's like he's gonna stab someone tonight. Yeah, yeah. But comedy communities in general, I found, and especially in New York, are really good at like shunning the. Drek, the crate, the, the, yeah. the people we don't want, the yeah. people that aren't, might not be, might be a danger yeah. to themselves and others, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, but you no, know, I mean, we know tons of comics who like run shows in New York City. We know comics who get booked regularly in the city, booked regularly, and like, um, yeah, but then, even, but even then, looks a lot of people also make their own scenes, like in upstate New York, where we know like more people than we do even do the city. Yeah, so many of them have just started it, like. Like our area is known as the Hudson Valley, combines a bunch of counties together. Mm-hmm. And but like you know, just a couple guys, Ryan Disco, Jimmy McDonald, about seven eight years ago, were like, "Hey, it's expensive to do the city all the time, so let's just f- start finding bars and places and shows." And before they have their own like little niche community that has gone well for them. Yeah, you know, like they know, like you know, the people know them, and they get they then they started now, but because they have the experience of doing it on their own. They're able to get booked at like you know competitions and festivals and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in New York City, uh, the big thing about New York City that I love is that uh, the you know the DIY scene and the alternative scenes, so like the rooms that like are the equivalent to jokesters, like those are popping up big in New York City. Like comic run rooms, like I mean, like Blind Tiger too. Like comic run rooms are getting really really big in New York City, mm-hmm. and some would argue that they're bigger than clubs at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really love it because you know it gives. Uh, more there's so many talented comedians in New York City not enough spots to go around but it gives a lot of spots to all these talented comedians and it gives them a lot of stage time and a lot of chances to get better at their craft because Mm -hmm. you know you need to perform in front of an audience in order to get better like mics only take you so far essentially yeah yeah and you just got passed at a club, right? yeah I got passed at yeah I got passed at the comic strip live which is like the one of the most well-renowned clubs. It's like probably it's, the second biggest club in New York. Yeah, probably behind the cellar. Like, it was founded in 76. Um, that's, like, where Jerry Seinfeld got his start. Seinfeld that's, and Eddie Murphy, famously. That's Eddie Murphy got, got his start. Like, Louis C.K. Uh, I think Richard Godfrey. Pryor did a special there, right? Like, one of his early specials, I think? He might have. I yeah. think he, yeah. It's, a, it's like right. a iconic... In, uh, uh, it's an iconic location. It's an iconic staple. So, I got passed to do their, like, late shows. So, essentially, like, they have a show at, at every... Uh, day at like 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. and after 8 p.m. they'll put on like the late show comics and you know you'll perform for whoever stays around which could range from like uh you know you had 70 people for your it could be like 70 people to like five people but mm-hmm. uh, and i've only done one show there so far but and only like five people stuck around because it was like a smaller show like if you have a big name who you're following like usually more people will stick around but mm-hmm. it wasn't that i had like five people but i think the fun thing about that was like the five people who stuck around like really wanted to see comedy mm-hmm. and that always helps you a lot when it's people who are like yes i want to like make me laugh i want to see 
what you got. I'm here yeah. in New York City. I want to experience some comedy. You know, I had a lot of fun with that show. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big more. advantage of New York is yeah. people want an experience when you go there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, what do you think of New York? You think of, well, you think of a million things, but like you have Broadway shows, mm-hmm. you have sports teams, you have art museums, you have parks, you have things, and comedy, like it's known for it. So people from out of town are like, Let's go see a comedy show. Like, yeah. and plus, you, you can literally just walk by a club and like, I'll pop in there. Yeah, like the walk by aspect really. The foot traffic goes a long way. And the ideal idea with like the late night spots is like, eventually, like if you do it for long enough, you'll become a regular and mm-hmm. you'll perform in the pro shows. Um, yeah, uh, depends how long you want to stay there. I think a lot of people end up just using the connections they make along the way and doing their own thing. I, um, I didn't get past at the comic strip uh, because I showed up and I put barefooted. Yeah, I put my I put my foot on his table and he's yeah. like, "No fucking way, <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out!" You're of like, here. "Hey, I'm I'm doing me, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm doing this me. is who I am, Richie. Take, Take it or leave it." it. And, yeah. and they left it. And so. They left it, which I respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you respect it? <laughs> no, he can go. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> Yeah, this is why Sean was happy to see me bomb at Jokesters 22. Is there a little bit he of jealousy? He was happy to see me eat it, even, even though Sean bit. helped me get past. Because, Arguably, you know, I'm the main reason he got past. Because pretty I filmed, much. Because I filmed your set. He filmed my set. Like, the guy who was supposed to pass, like, who does the passing, like, the owner wasn't there. So, like, the host had to, like, give him recommendations. Like, recommendations. And he recommended me. So, oh, yeah. uh, basically, you know, he uh, the owner, like, called me and said, like, I needed a tape from you. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, shit, this is perfect because Sean has the tape of the audition said mm-hmm. and you know the host said richie would the owner would like me because of that set so you know i sent that set and i was able to get past because of it so i'm happy for sean my podcasting partner for helping me out yeah you're happy for me helping you out <laughs> 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 for yeah. the fact that you helped him out yeah, and now he's, he's waiting for you to return I'm the favor I'm yeah he doesn't he didn't come to watch my set because his grandma died. my grandmother died <laughs> Inconveniently, months ago, to be fair, and yeah. I hate when that shit happens, man. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's what like when my grandma died. Like, I quit playing music oh. because of that. Not because of that, but just like it kind of like synced up to it. Uh, because like I was in I was in a band, and like with bands, just like with comedy, like you have to spend a lot of time into it, you know. And so you can't really do like you can't really be everywhere you need to be, you know. So I felt bad that I wasn't there while my grandma was in hospice or whatever. And then, uh, so she died and I was like, I really, if I'm not doing something like that's a hundred percent for me and I have to like be for everybody else, like on everybody else's time and stuff and I'm making sacrifices for everybody else, like fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was a random tangent thing. No, no, no I, I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But you said grandma's, I was like, Oh, I got a grandma. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My grandma, my grandma, it's, it's, my, it's my, very, my <laughs> grandma refuses to die. <laughs> yeah. She is so Don't old. you hate that shit? Wait, wait, Sean, how much money do you think you have in the will? Oh, I have nothing. Yeah. I'm her favorite grandkid, but she's just out of money. Like she yeah. lived so long, she spent all of it. She just spent all of it. Yeah, yeah. I was. I she. If, she'll tell you, I'm her favorite grandkid. Oh well, that's by a like shame. a wide, by a wide, like is a wide. It, her longevity has been a shame. Then I know if okay. she passed like five years ago, I'm getting at least ten grand. Yeah, that's but, a good amount to get from. I know. Well, she has seventy-two grandkids. So Damn. Like, yeah, one out of seventy-two. Seventy-two grandkids. Listen, the Irish. You're seventy-two cousins. Goddamn. Seventy-one. Well, technically, oh, well, did, 69 yeah. is my two of my brothers. Right, 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 but, right, right. Yeah. My God. Listen, the Irish like to fuck. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they, no. they like to fuck, and they make, want to make sure you don't talk about it. My grandmother came from a family of 13. Yeah. Uh, so I have, I have like a lot of like second cousins. I actually found out I have a second cousin who 
does stand up too. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. doing comedy in Toronto. Um, oh, we should get him on the pod. I do want to get him on the pod. I can't find him online though, but oh. you know. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, he's family. <laughs> <laughs> Runs in the family we, for like a few of them. Yeah, a few, <laughs> a few of them on the Clark a few, side. A few get that that terrible gene that makes you want to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that pay attention to me type of thing. Yeah, everybody has it, I guess. Um. Uh, so cool. So, uh, what else do you have planned for your time here? Or how was Blind Tiger? Y'all, y'all did the Blind Tiger last night. Oh yeah, night? we did the Blind Tiger. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I mean, you know, I yeah, love we... those rooms. I love those like low ceiling, small, intimate rooms. Mm-hmm. You get them really packed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the best way to run a comedy show for an audience. Like mm-hmm. you're always gonna get like an audience who are gonna have a good time when you have like a room set up like that. It's a room that is obviously set up in mind to maximize how funny the show can possibly be so i really had a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh on that show yeah even though i blew the light apparently i blew the light big time but <laughs> it, it didn't matter i was told seven and then the host told me like you're doing five and i was like all right yeah, <laughs> yeah i had a lot but, of fun too although i got thrown off uh so like one, of, <laughs> one of my bigger jokes is i talk about how i lose 65 pounds yeah. and i inherently wait for the applause because uh, 99 times out of 100 people just to clap for that for some reason. Uh, and this one guy, the guy heckled me and said, uh, what was her name? Oh, <laughs> like, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, he said that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah what? Hey, if she, She's dead if she's 65 pounds yeah. as a woman. Like, what are you talking about? That, uh, that, that threw me or off. Or she's a child, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I lost a child in my body. <laughs> that fucking guy. Yeah, that, that guy was weird. He but, heckled me too. And I, then he heckled me again later yeah. in my set, and then I decided, fuck San Antonio. <laughs> That's well. so weird because they usually don't heckle there, but I guess because they said these guys are from New York, so fuck with yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think they said it for me, though. I think they just said Sean Barry. Come no, on. He said it for me, which yeah, I, he definitely was, said it for you. I, I, was like, I, was I like, think you uh, mentioned it in your set. Oh, I might have mentioned it, yeah. And then that's when he started fucking with you. Yeah, that's well, that's because it's a little like. I was just like, yeah, fucking San Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> it was one. It's my one of my favorite clips of all time is uh, when Bill <laughs> Bill Burr went off on Philadelphia. Yeah, and it's so funny. And then the audience came around, and you know what? The audience came around for me too when I started shitting on San Antonio. Yeah, it's when I started making fun of Texas. They didn't like it. Like San Antonio sucks, but this state is excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm proud to be a Texan. Texas. Yeah, nah. No, but I loved I loved playing that room. I'd love to play it again. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a great place. It's really helped me out and stuff. Like, because uh, it's different than than trying to be like a bar comic. Because at bars, you know, people aren't really there to see comedy. They just so happen to walk into an open mic yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. So you got to say like gross like stuff. You know, like cock balls, yeah. ass. You know, yeah. everybody's favorite thing is like to to eat ass. Like, oh, does eat ass eat? is very in. Yeah, but yeah. like uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm over it. I mean, I'm over, I'm, over, <laughs> I'm over the bit, like seeing everybody like do it, like okay, whatever. Uh, but blind, the blind tiger, I've only been in there with uh, with them uh, for a couple months, and it's really helped with my writing, with my with uh, my pacing. Oh yeah. Um, so it's it's a great room. It's just so fucking hot. And I Is sweat. It? Yeah, I sweat. Oh, it was yeah, a, it's sure. a little hot down there. I See, sweat. You're not a big easy. guy. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. We're, we're, I don't we got some chunkiness to us, so we understand this more. We got yeah. some blubber. I prefer the term chunk. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for being derogatory. Yeah, that is our word. That's your word. <laughs> yeah. Our word. 
you privileged, skinny uh, white. Can we censor that one, please? No. No, that is definitely a room that I think. That's the room where it's like if you can grind through open mics and develop a stage presence, that's where you're going to find out if your material is going to fly. Because those are real people who are there to see the show. That's the thing about comedy is you can write and write and write. And you might think it's genius. And then I might actually be objectively genius. But the audience dictates what's good. Like it yeah. is, it's such that instant feedback. Where like, yeah, you're the central creator of your whatever you want, whatever your act wants to be. You're the writer, yeah. director, producer, star. Like mm-hmm. that's you are everything in one. But the audience is the judge at all times. And so like, it's just like you can really put everything into it. You could be intelligent. But like funny is funny. Like that's what it comes down to. So like and everyone's eating ass is eating ass. Eating ass and is funny. Some people do want to just hear people talk about eating ass, but then other people are like, you know, let's get a little more esoteric with it. I think ninety percent of the comics who joke about eating ass have never eaten ass in their life. Have you eaten ass? I've never eaten ass. I don't plan on it either. (laughs) I'm getting the most judgmental looks from these two people right here. No, I mean I don't think Patrick and I haven't eaten. Anyway, <laughs> uh, shit, I had a question I wanted to ask, and then I like, it got derailed by the ass-eating uh, conversation. Story of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's always how it works. Uh, so cool. And then uh, y'all are going to be at uh, Free Tell tonight, yep. which some, with some very good comics. Tenvir uh, Aurora's on there. Uh, he's uh-huh. a Tiger comic as well. And uh, George Anthony's. Have you done that room? Hilarious. Or, I, I haven't done it. Or have, no. you, have you been have you there to there? watch it? Or Yeah, I, I've been there. Nice, sir. It's it's a cool place. I mean, it's it's um, the seating is kind of off because they're, they're like picnic tables. Yeah, I saw uh, that so on people Instagram. have like to, to turn around or like uh, be okay. awkward about it. Um, and there's no stage; you're on the floor. Okay. Uh, but it's it's always a packed place, and yeah. uh, and the the audience digs it after a while. You know, they're usually surprised by like the fact that there's a, a show going on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I've never seen a bad show there yet. So. Yeah. It's really good, and, and Brendan Brendan Potter's supposed to be on there too. Brendan Potter's a, a oh, I saw him guy. at Jokesters. He was funny. Yeah, he's very funny, dude. Yeah, he, had a, he had a good, good mm-hmm. set. He's one of my favorite uh, up and coming. I think we we kind of started around the same time. I think uh, he's he's a funny guy, uh, but he doesn't think he's funny, which is great. Um, but now he's pretty funny. I think so. that's a lot of comics who are really really funny don't think they're funny. Like we have a friend. Uh, uh, Andreas, who I think I, everyone tells him he's like the funniest guy in the world. Yeah, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm not." But like, literally every every comic just dies in him because he's just that funny. But he's just like, "Nah." I'm well, not. there's a lot of self doubt in a lot of comics. I had s- severe self doubt until the comic strip, and then I was like really confident again. Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't have self doubt until but, the but comic now strip. I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly starting to slip away, where it's like, "Oh no, am I really that funny?" Like it just happens. It's a cycle where I I think comedy's a lot like baseball where yeah. you just go on streaks where you're just hitting yeah. and hitting yeah. and hitting yeah. and then eventually you're just cold for two months straight. Yeah. Yeah. Like there'll be some, some mics where like I'll just be so bad and I'm just like man do I even can I even do this anymore? Do we want to do this anymore? Oh, like, the old, uh, why am I doing this? Why am, why am I, I doing here? this? Yeah. You know, like, I feel bad. I feel bad for my wife because I'm, like, I'm spending so much time doing this shit and then I'm <laughs> yeah. doing this bullshit on stage. Like, what the fuck? And then I'll go to the Tiger on Friday and, like, have a, like, really decent show. I'm like, all right. No. All right, I'm, I'm back in it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the Tiger is, like, actual people who are there to have a good time. So, yeah. And that's, and that's really, that's what you need to judge your performance on, really. Like, if you go to an open mic and you eat shit in an open mic, like, 
if you're at a point where you're doing shows and your material is working for shows, like you don't need to judge how you do yeah. in an open mic Judgment's at weird. all. Well, yeah, you know what? It's just, just go back to my comic strip edition. You know, like me and like four other guys were on it. And, you know, we we were all hanging in the same spot after the show, and literally everyone after that show came out and said, "Great job! You're so funny!" All these things, which is why it alleviated the whole thing of us not getting passed. It was like these everyone in that audience thought we were great. And, you know, like yeah. they came for a good time and it was a good time. And uh, so, like, I don't know, it's just like that thing where you just get in your own head sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, art, being an artist is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. It's terrible. Why are we doing it? You know what You know what the thing about being an artist is? I have no is? other skills, so that's You know what the thing about being an artist is that I, I didn't realize until a friend pointed it out? It's like, it's really rare for someone to want to do it, you know? Like, just yeah. the fact, like, think about, like, people you went to high school with. Like, how many of them are, like, doing something creative, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like it, yeah. you have to be kind of crazy to be like, I want to do this. Yeah. Sometimes I feel jealous of people that have no ambition to do anything. Yeah. You know, like I wish I could just not want to do anything. Oh, I'm yeah. kind of jealous of people who are like, yeah, I make 60K. And people like, who are like, that's you know, it. Who are like, yeah, I just I took over from my dad and I bought his house from him and I'm going to live and die. And I'm content. Yeah. <laughs> and you know? like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that. Okay, yeah, you have, you have a time you have a timeshare somewhere. That's nice. Like, I'm jealous of people who are content about the yeah, mundaneness of their lives. Yeah, you know? yeah, like That's, people who are like, I don't need to be out doing that. I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> some people are jealous of people with like with fame and money. And like I just I just want to content. Like I, like I have <laughs> yeah, friends yeah. my age who are getting married and like buying a house and having a dog, and I'm mm-hmm. like. We're 24. Like, there's so well, much no, time. That's, that's the age where they start filing into our Instagrams, you know. Yeah, like right. Like, photos of the like me, I'm like, you know, I kind of yeah. like, I have no, like, I want to do this. Like, this is me. Like, this is what makes me happy. Yeah. yeah Sean plans on having three ex-wives at the minimum. Two ex-wives. <laughs> yeah. two, two, uh, two. I don't plan on settling down until like I'm 30-something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, Peter, we're, we're both married to the podcast like, We're now. both married to each other. So. Yeah. yeah, it's legal it's, now. Y'all should just get it done. It is an unhappy yeah. marriage. It's even legal in Texas now. Yeah. yeah. It's legal everywhere. It's baby. been legal in New York for a while. It was, I'm pretty sure it was passed. It was, like, like, it was like a year before uh, when, yeah. I think it was like what? I thought it was like 2009 nope. it got no, passed. No, it was like 2011 and then it got passed oh, in like 2000. Yeah, well, okay. I 14. believe that. Well, yeah. so the point is we love the LGBTQ community. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. We hate Cuomo. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> we do hate Cuomo's. Yeah. <laughs> New Yorkers hate their mayor and they, or the, the, this, you know, Bill de Blasio and the governor. Yeah. <laughs> but they vote for them anyway because they're like, we don't want to vote for Republicans. <laughs> These are our guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're New York's best, you yeah. know. <laughs> Bunch of Fredos. So that's cool, man. So uh, thank you for coming to San Antonio. Hopefully I had a good time. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, before we wrap up, any like if you want to do your plugs again, how how do people find you? How do people find the podcast? Uh, uh, I think again, we'll just plug uh, two Mike Minimum on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can search us on anywhere you find podcasts. That is T W O M I C. Yes, spelled out and yes. M I C. Another pet peeve of mine. It, it's a mic, M I C, not M I K E. Yeah, that's a, it's short yes. for microphone. Two mic minimum, T W O M I C. Anywhere you can find podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and, yeah. and others, and others that we don't know about. Yeah, how they find out about all the we, time. We put them on there eventually. People share like, "Oh, I listen to you on TuneIn." I'm like, oh, on what, Blueberry. What is, I'm like, Blueberry. Like, never like, heard. What of. is that? Yeah, that's I find cool. out. We, I just found out we're on iHeartRadio, so I'm like, "Oh, that's legit." Yeah, I mean, yeah. usually what happens is that like they just pull podcasts from like the RSS feeds yeah yeah they just take it um 
And, you know, our, our personal plugs, you can follow me on pretty much Instagram, Twitter. Just type in my full name. You'll find me. Uh, if you like uh, satire, I actually write satire for a newsletter called The Lunch Read. You can find that online. Subscribe to that. You'll get, you'll get a newsletter every Wednesday. You'll get some funny bits written by me. Uh, you know, I'll also plug a movie I worked on last summer that's yeah. finally coming out. It's uh, called Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Uh, it's from Troma Entertainment, uh, Chris, uh, the famous Lloyd Kaufman's final film. I uh, worked a little time on that. It's really funny. Uh, check it out. Cool, man. Uh, thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. All right. Later. Peace.